0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, what are you shaking your head about over there? I've just never heard of this place before. Do you are you familiar with, Italy? It's eataly. like a restaurant slash market or something. Yeah, Italy. Uh, it's spelled like Italy, but eat at the start of it. Italy.
1: Yeah. It's fun to say.
0: Italy. Italy.
1: Italy. Italy. Italy.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Why are you doing that with your fingers? Italy. eatily.
1: Like, <laughs> are <laughs> you going to tickle someone? Yeah, sure. Italy. <laughs> Uh, I went to Italy when I was in New York City with my wife. Is it, it amazing?
0: It was pretty good. I only I, ask because there's a video of the Sherway Mall in Toronto, and it's outside this Italy store, and there's a lineup of two hundred, three hundred people waiting to get into this bustling restaurant. I've never seen a lineup like that inside a mall before.
1: Yeah, it's it's more. You nailed it with a market. It's like a market. There's like different stands set up. Um, like breads, fresh breads. They do, like, pizzas and, you know, cured meat. Okay.
0: just clicking on this thing. It says seafood. 25,000 square foot eatery at Sherway Gardens. It's, Three, it's fresh food. 326 seats. So there, it's like there's a lot of people in there eating. Right, so you can get, like, prepared meals,
1: you know. It's like, it's a market. Yeah, yeah. It's a market. And then the one we went to... Uh, had a restaurant at the top. There was an elevator you could take up to a rooftop
0: uh, restaurant. We had a couple yeah. of drinks up there, and it was nice. There's a 90 seat patio at this one too. Right, uh, probably not open till the spring or summer. But uh, I, I, I just can't believe somebody would wait in line. Like this must all just be for social media influencers. Like why would you wait in line? To go to this place. I wouldn't, so I can't answer that question. (laughs) People just want, they want the picture of them there so they can put it online and prove they were there. It was busy. The one we went to uh, had like a wait to get in the
1: restaurant, I think, but you could walk right in if you wanted to just buy some groceries, basically, right? Mm -hmm,
0: But to sit down, yeah. I don't think I'd,
1: I'd wait in line to get into any grocery store.
0: Or any restaurant. You know what I mean? It's like... Sometimes you say, take my phone number, give me the text when, you know, in a half an hour yeah. or something, I'll come back. But to stand there for who knows how long, like there's literally 200, there must be 300 people in this what line. What if
1: your wife wanted to go really bad, Jim? I'd
0: say I'll be out in the car taking a nap. <laughs> Call me when you're near the yeah. front of the line. <laughs> I'll be at sport check, hanging out. <laughs> I'll be in the food court eating a
1: Mr. Sub. Enjoy your eatily. Let me know how it is. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll be across the street at the bar. <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> oh, gonna walk over to Zanzibar, honey. Uh, <laughs> see you in a couple hours. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, anyway, it's a, it's a good it, place. I'm sure it is. It it's is. just there's no place on the on Earth I would wait in a 200 person, person line, line. To eat at. Like, no matter how good it is, I would move yeah. on or wait till a couple months when the hype dies down. You know.
1: Yeah. Maybe go back in the spring and see mm-hmm. if you can just walk in and buy a buy a loaf of bread, some baguettes. <laughs> you know. Italy stuff.
0: Italy. Oh, sorry. Italy stuff. Eataly. Oh. The Taz and Jim podcast. <laughs> a warning
1: here: if you do come into some money, be careful who you let know about that fact. Mm-hmm. Even if it's someone close to you, you
0: could create a situation that is not good. And here's proof. Yes, this story was making the rounds a couple days ago, and the headlines were. Uh, girlfriend kills boyfriend after he inherits $30 million from relative. Wow. And I was looking at the pictures, and I was like, looking at this couple... They were in their late fifties, kind of look like looked real rough around the edges, uh-huh. and my like my spidey sense was going off, and I was thinking, who in this guy's family has thirty million dollars? Like who is who died? Because these people do not look like they come from money. I'm being very judgmental, but it was like right. something was wasn't right about the story. Your spidey well, senses were yeah, tingling. lo and behold, more parts of the story have come out now, and it's complicated things because. This guy did claim that he had a 30 million dollar inheritance, right? So he 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 gets an email from somebody this guy who died and says and it says, "Oh, I'm a lawyer representing a family member. You've uh, you're going to receive 30 million dollars." So he goes, "Amazing. It's time for me to get my affairs in order." He tells his girlfriend, "You're out of the house. I just got a million or 30 million dollars. We're breaking so up." So he kicks her to Peace the curb. Out. "I'm meeting this lawyer at the airport here in a day or two. I'm going to pick up my check." I'm going to be living the dream, and you're gone. So he starts driving to the airport. He starts feeling a little sick, and he's talking to his kids on the phone because he's all excited. He's like, I'm feeling sick, but everything's good. This lawyer who's supposed to meet him at the airport doesn't show up. He calls his kids back and say... Uh, the guy didn't show up and the kids are starting to get smart to it and they say, I think maybe this was a scam. Maybe you're getting scammed. They start Googling it. I think maybe you're scammed. He's getting sicker and sicker. He goes to the hospital. He dies of uh, antifreeze poison and they trace it back to his wife or his girlfriend I should say and she admitted she poisoned him. She did it for the money. She's now in prison. She's still going to wait trial and she's doing my favorite thing. She is representing herself. In court. (laughs) Yes. So I'm Good sure she's, she'll yeah. get off. She'll, she'll,
1: she'll be fine. But isn't that a crazy? So she killed him yes. because he didn't want to share the thirty million dollars that he wasn't actually gonna get with yes. her. Yes.
0: This is like a movie. But you know, she was revealed to be a psycho, obviously. He fell for it completely. But what a crazy turn of events. I feel bad mostly for the kids because they lost their dad and they thought they were gonna get thirty million dollars inheritance yeah. eventually themselves too. <sighs> Just rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. But also, dude, <laughs> there's never gonna be, anybody listening right now. You're never gonna get an email where you're gonna be the recipient of millions of dollars. If you are
1: inheriting money from a person you've never met before,
0: red flag. Yes, it's never. It's I'm sure it's happened once. In history, but it's not happening to you. I hate to break it to you. Do not fall for it. Or at least keep it close to the vest until the money is in your bank account. If the guy had survived, it almost would
1: have been a blessing in disguise because he would have found out that his girlfriend is a terrible person Mm -hmm. um, because she tried to kill him, but she
0: actually did kill him. So, yeah, there's really no silver lining there. Everybody loses here. Except for the guy who (laughs) scammed him. Except for the scammer. Yeah, because I'm sure he had to pay him a bit of money to get on the flight to get here or something like that.
1: Yeah, he got some money up front or some iTunes gift cards or something.
0: (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: I uh, really enjoyed meeting your competition yesterday, Jim. Jim's got this charity boxing match coming up the fight to end homelessness next week. And we met the guy that he's getting in the ring with, uh, Mike Fishback, Mm -hmm. in studio yesterday. The two of them are almost identical in size and stature. Mm -hmm. They kind of look like they could be related.
0: Maybe cousins. I mean, not brothers, but maybe cousins.
1: (laughs) And we've posted a picture of them squaring off on the Taz and Jim Facebook page and the Taz and Jim Instagram account. If you want to see who Jim is getting in the ring with, check that picture out. Mm -hmm. Text message here, Jim. Suggestion for you. Stop showering today. That way you'll have a stink advantage in the ring next week. <laughs> I've heard about uh, this happening. Like, fighters will do this. Mostly mixed martial artists, yeah, right? Yeah, in
0: boxing, I, I, I wouldn't say it's as effective. In jiu when you're, like, getting the guy's head between your thighs, yeah, trying to choke him under out. under your pits. Yeah, yeah, 100%.
1: Boxing, you can keep him away at least an arm's length.
0: Yeah, you yeah. You try. But in the clinch, though just completely discombobulate them, you know, confuse them. They're like, what is that? You just have to get their brain off the, the what's going on in front of them. So if you can confuse them or get their brain off track for a second with this thing. What's the that stink, smell? And then, bam, <laughs> left hook. <laughs> or I have okay, tacos. I'll consider it. Have tacos the night before. The fight's on a you Wednesday. Really, yeah, I know, but you're really walking a tightrope on that one, playing with fire. Yeah. Some might say, yeah, like you. You, you it, get a body it may be shot. offense, but you may need defense <laughs> on that one. Yeah, you <laughs> All get, of sudden.
1: you get a body shot, and those poor people sitting ringside
0: <laughs> thought they had the best seats in the house until.
1: <laughs> uh, <sighs> need a sneeze there, guard. Is up there any other last-minute preparations that you're uh, you're kind of doing here? Before the fight? I just
0: have to make sure I'm at the proper weight. I'm like 172 right now, so i got to be 170. So They
1: actually weigh you the day of the
0: fight? Yeah, I don't know if that's a boxing thing, because in MMA, it's a week or so before, and you can really dehydrate yourself and then rehydrate and get back to your normal health, but this is like hours before the fight. You have to be the right size. What's the
1: heaviest you can be?
0: 170, I think. And what are you now? 172. So you need to lose two pounds? I think so, yeah. But that's like water. Like, I wake up in the morning, I'm 169 sometimes. Yeah. You, know, you know what go could to help ad. with that? What's that? Those tacos. <laughs> Again, there's got to be a better way to purge. <laughs> Is there anything tacos can't do? <laughs> the cure all. Sure, sure. I might celebrate with tacos after. I think that's the safest bet. Yeah.
1: yeah it's not really... You're right, though. You can...
0: You could have a movement and be two pounds lighter. Sure, it's weird. Like I, I will weigh myself after dinner at night, and I'll be one seventy six. But in that afternoon, I was one seventy two. In the morning, I wake up on one sixty nine. So it's kind of all over the map. And anything else? That's it. You're just just staying positive. <laughs> Like I'm trying to stay humble, but I think the day of the fight you got to like look in the mirror and say I'm going to kill this guy. Like it's kind of you got to go into like You got to believe it mode. or yeah. you're in pr- you're going to have problems. Yeah. And one of my one of my one of the people who's doing this competition as well was like, "Oh, I have this 10-minute meditative thing you can do when you look in the mirror before the fight." And so I'll email it to you. So I may do that, I may not. I don't know. Morning of the fight if you want me to slap you
1: around a little bit to kind of get you all pumped up. How's that going to help? Uh, might help me a little.
0: <laughs> that's bit. What that's what I'm thinking. You put your arms behind your back. I'll work the body. Uh, you know, you, you see it
1: like football players when they they bump each other's helmets and they hit each other to get get them going. Mm-hmm. You don't want that.
0: No, no, maybe not in the morning. Maybe not 12 hours before the fight. <laughs> maybe like four minutes. I could before I can do it I go. now too <laughs> if you want. The
1: Taz and Jim Podcast. And I never thought I'd be able to say this, but. The Beatles are back. Huh? With a new song, and people are loving it. The song is called Now and Then, and it's pretty remarkable how they were able to put this together. So apparently, Yoko Ono found a tape after John Lennon's death that uh, he had recorded in their apartment in New York, and it was John singing over some, uh, some instrumental. He... Um, Hadn't shared it with the rest of the band at that point, but uh, the issue was the tape was poor quality and it was very difficult until now to separate music from vocals. They solved that problem though with the help of Peter Jackson and his team, you know, Peter Jackson, Lord of the The Rings director. (laughs) <laughs> Not the cigarette guy. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings director mm-hmm. did that big D- Beatles uh, documentary that came out a couple years back. Well, during that process, they they toyed with some new technology. And there is now a, uh, a short film on YouTube about the making of this song. And here is Peter Jackson, Sean Lennon, Paul McCartney talking about the technology they use to isolate John Lennon's vocal.
2: During the course of Get Back, that ultimately led us to develop a technology which allows us to take any soundtrack and split all the different components into separate tracks. My dad would have loved that because he was never shy to experiment with recording technology. I think it's really beautiful. And there it was, John's voice, crystal clear. And uh, it's true, it's all because of you, and if I make it through, it's all because of you.
1: Pretty cool, huh? Hmm. Now, you may be saying to yourself, okay, so you got John Lennon, obviously Paul and Ringo uh, played on the track. They're both still around, but what about George Harrison? Well, he is also featured on the new Beatles song.
2: This is a guitar solo. We had kept George's guitar parts from 95, and I thought what I'd like to do is do a slide guitar solo in George's style. It was really a tribute to George to still be working on Beatles music in 2023. Wow. Now and then, it's probably like the last Beatles song. And we've all played on it, so it is a genuine Beatles recording.
1: And it's a good song, well, man. Too. Came together.
2: I know it's true. It's all because of you. And if and make it through, it's all because
0: of you. Yeah, I think that band's going to do well for themselves. Beatles? I like that Paul McCartney says it's probably the last Beatles song. What else you got cooking up?
1: Well, who knows? What, yeah. If somebody finds another tape somewhere, they who now knows? know they can do it, right? They've got the uh, the tools to make it happen. <laughs> the irony is people online are saying that the new Beatles song sounds a lot like Oasis. <laughs> And I'm not kidding. Interesting, huh? (laughs) Sounds like an Oasis ripoff, if you ask me, says one tweet. This new Beatles song finally answers the question, what if the Beatles were copying Oasis instead? So excited to uh, hear the new Oasis song now and then. You can hear the influence of the Beatles. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Liam Gallagher has commented. He says he absolutely loves the new Beatles track. Now and then, absolutely incredible, biblical, celestial, heartbreaking, and heartwarming all at the same time. Long live. (laughs) The Beatles really sound a lot like Oasis, don't they, Jim?
0: (laughs) Well, the timeline is confusing now. You know what I mean? It's like Oasis, 90s. Now the Beatles are back in 2023. What is going on here? But
1: The last Beatles song is now and then. It's uh, available to stream. Also, that documentary, it's a short film. It's on YouTube for free uh, if you're a fan. Or if you like music at all or technology, it's a really interesting watch. know
2: Ontario was to see on the
0: 401.
1: OPP responded to a, uh, a report that somebody was driving a rental van with a blown tire hmm. on the 401 in eastern Ontario. And they responded, the officer said there was rim marks on the shoulder of the 401. The van was still moving when the officer tracked it down. The rim was like glowing red. It was so hot.
0: There's no way the guy can't feel that, you'd think.
1: Well, he wanted to keep going because he was up to something. Huh. The officer pulled the van over, noticed that there were four cases of beer in the front passenger seat, <laughs> all with labels in French only. When questioned mm. about the beer, the driver was evasive. When con- uh, confronted about transportation of beer from Quebec, the driver became evasive again, according to the OPP. Further search of the vehicle found the entire back of the van was filled with beer cases, 326 cases of beer total. Holy cow. Driver admitted finally that he had purchased the beer in Quebec and that it was to be used for an upcoming
0: wedding. Okay, I was going to guess buck and doe. We used to do that for buck and does, is either go to the States or right. some guys would go up to Quebec and get half price beer cases, basically. Yeah, even if you get nabbed at the border... And you have to pay duty. Yeah, it's still, it's still cheaper. cheaper. And there is a limit; like you can only bring a certain amount of booze. But is there a limit to bring it back from Quebec? I yeah. have to look into that. You're not. You're not allowed to. Uh to
1: bring back uh, large amounts of alcohol, so I don't you know what the number yeah, yeah, is.
0: I'm wondering because, yeah, there's nobody, there's no gate at the border between provinces, so generally you get away with it if you don't have a blown tire. But wait, this is for a wedding, so there's 326 cases. How big is this wedding? If there's 326 people, that'd be a case of beer each, <laughs> plus liquor. Like how much? How much are these people drinking? <laughs> there's no way this is for a wedding. Unless it's like a huge wet, like a who knows, like an Indian wedding where there's a thousand people or something like that, where they all fly in. But I don't. I've never seen a wedding with more than three hundred people. You suspect this guy may have been selling cases of French beer to his buddies. I'm guessing he probably Turn a has profit? a profit. I'm guessing he probably has a bar, because that's a lot of beer. Yeah, but that's
1: an easy. Is he going to relabel all of those beers? Because if he, like, it's pretty obvious if you're serving beers with French labels in Ontario that yeah. you didn't get the beer from the LCBO. I'm
0: sure there's a lot of guys who wouldn't care. Like, who's going to rat you Pour out if it into a glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> We only serve beer in glass. (laughs) Even if it's out of a bottle, we're classy. We're pouring it into a glass for you. Yeah, because the
1: math's not adding up here. Driver facing charges for unlawfully possessing possessing liquor, unlawfully purchasing liquor, and operating an unsafe vehicle uh, has to go to court to address the charges. Ontarians can transport alcohol into Ontario from another province for personal use only and not for resale or commercial use. Well, so if he said, I'm
0: just an alcoholic, <laughs> and I'm trying to save, <laughs> and my budget is getting out of control in 2022, yeah. so... I drink a case of beer a day. Wow, and it is. It's 326. It's, be, it's many, almost a year. Almost a year. 352. A year. I can't remember how many in a year, but <laughs> it's close. Well, I, I kind of feel sorry for
1: the guy, you know? I've well, got. All I've, the I've crossed the border and gone to the Costco and got the big old case of yeah. beer from the Costco and got no. You know, there's not too many
0: victims in this case here. I would say no. It's football picks. with Amelia. Do daughter. She is for Devin Peacock. He likes football. Head to head with the four year. old
1: Yes, my daughter is going to go up against Devin Peacock again this week. What are we, week nine already? Week nine. Going strong.
2: And you are up by two weeks? Didn't want, don't want to brag, but... <sighs> <laughs> really running away with it yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, You must Uh-oh. be
1: super proud of yourself, Devin Peacock. I'm the Tyreek Hill of picks. <laughs> super fast. Okay, let's get... Uh, we got to call Amelia here. I didn't pre record her pics. So we got to call her. Uh, also, I hope you guys don't mind. I need to take a second to get to the bottom of something because she got herself in a little bit of trouble yesterday. Uh-oh. My four year old princess. Let's see if we can get her here. Hi, Hi, Amelia. How are you, my cutie pie?
2: Good.
1: Did you steal mommy's lipstick yesterday and put it on?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Where is the lipstick, Amelia?
2: They're downstairs.
1: It's downstairs?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, can you give it to Mommy and have her put it away? Yeah. Are you ready for football picks, honey?
2: Yeah!
1: Who's going to (laughs) win, the Miami Dolphins or the Kansas City Chiefs?
2: Dolphins.
1: Dolphins, all right. Cardinals or Browns? Cowboys or Eagles?
2: Cowboys.
1: The Buffalo Bills or the Cincinnati Bengals? Bills. The Bills? hmm Now, what about the Monday Nighter? You've got the Chargers or the Jets? <laughs> Jets. Anything you want to say to Devin Peacock?
2: You're nice, Peacock.
1: You're nice. <laughs> so are you, Emils. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Stay away from Mommy's makeup, okay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she put the makeup on it or the uh,
1: Yeah, my wife was still at work, and I was getting the kids ready to take them to my son's hockey practice. We were all scrambling. I was getting him ready came downstairs, and she just had makeup all over her face. <laughs> and I didn't have time to wash it off, so she came to the rink like that. <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't tell us where the lipstick was. I'm like, where's the lipstick, Emils? She is hidden it somewhere in the house. Oh, because kids will bite
0: it sometimes. You never Try know. You eat, eat it? yeah. Well, I just don't want it to end up on the furniture. Sure. Or the walls, mm-hmm. right? Like father, like daughter. <laughs> is that why you're wearing the lipstick today, Dev? <laughs> yeah,
2: I am. Sweet baby Jane over here. It's really really nice
1: lipstick. What can I say? (laughs) It is your color. Okay, Dev, are you going with the Dolphins, Amelia's pick, or are you going Kansas City Chiefs?
2: I'm going with the Chiefs, uh, partially because I think they're going to win. Also, I need them to win to give the Bills a little uh, shot here in the AFC East. Cardinals or the Browns? Cardinals are terrible. I'm
1: going with the Browns. Cardinals are pesky, though. They have been one of those teams that, you know, they've given... A lot of good teams are run for their money this season, but they haven't been able to pull out as many victories as they almost have.
2: They did just trade away their quarterbacks. so Yeah, okay. Um. <laughs> Both of you are going with the Browns. Cowboys or Eagles? Got to go Eagles. The Eagles have been so good this week or this year, uh, it, it continues. Bills or Bengals? This could be a tough one. I'm nervous about this one. The Bengals are heating up. Bengals are heating up. Uh, Bills just made uh, a trade for their secondary. I think it helps. I think the Bills win on Sunday Night Football. Okay, and then the Chargers or the Jets? This should be a good game. I mean, the Jets are hanging around, but I'm going Chargers. There you go. You want to make it interesting?
1: The winner this week gets the other person's lipstick?
2: Sure. Oh, high stakes.
0: <laughs> hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some, sometimes. So I guess it's time for the rural report. The rural, rural? Rural Rural report. There we go, bud. Yeah,
1: here on the Taz and Jim program, we like to keep track of what's going on in some of the smaller communities in our listening area. And who better to take us on that journey than... Small-town boy turned good. hmm The pride of Mitchell, Ontario. Our own Jim Kelly. Where are we going today, Jim?
0: Taz, you ever heard tell of Thorold, Ontario before? I have heard mm-hmm. of Thorold. Right between St. Catharines and Welland, home of the Thorold Blackhawks. And this whole Niagara region may be the newest hotbed For zucchinis, you know I love a good novelty county fair vegetable, right? A giant one, Taz? You know, like the giant pumpkins, giant squash. Well, I know that you love giant zucchini. Buddy, you know it. Always find a use for them, you know what I'm saying? Keep them out of a fridge for an hour before you... (laughs) 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 I just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's a guy in Thorold, Henry's his name, Henry D'Angelo. He has, it's not official, but he has applied to the Guinness World Records uh, because he thinks he has the largest zucchini ever grown. Eight feet, 4.79 inches, this zucchini, if you could picture that. Now, the current record for zucchini is 8 foot 3.3 inches, so this beats it by about an inch and a half. Also in Niagara is Niagara Falls, t- 2014. Giovanni Scazevian from Niagara Falls. And by the way, what do Italians know that we don't about growing large vegetables in Niagara? Uh, he uh, has some strategy here. It said It's basically about where he planted it in his yard, is what he thinks was the, uh, cause of its giant length.
2: I'll just let it keep growing. This uh, had been growing since probably about June. So it just continued to grow till about a couple weeks ago. Well, I tried growing the biggest pumpkin. Uh, I got up to about 150 pounds, you know, the biggest watermelon. Some stuff grows, some stuff doesn't. This year I grew these along the side of the house where they saw the sunshine for the bulk of the day, as opposed to in the back garden. Sometimes they don't get sun all day. So it's a little different area and it's the first time I've done it in that area.
0: So he's going to plant all his vegetables on that side of the house now moving forward. And that's from uh, our friends at CHCH
1: TV. Spin it around. I want to see a picture of this zucchini. Oh, uh,
0: <laughs> Now. It's, it's tall. It's, it's tall. It's long, but it's v- thin. <laughs> Well, it can't be proportional. You not thought it'd
1: be girthier? Gir- I thought it'd
0: be girthier. It's, it's about as girthy. It's a little girthier than an average zucchini, but the length, it does look obnoxious It almost it's super looks, long. It looks like Donatello from the Ninja Turtles holding that thing. It's, it's, a like, long a, it's like a bow staff. That's like a bow staff. That is a huge <laughs> zucchini, for sure. And it's sure. a little discolored. You know, these mutant things, they don't look that appetizing, and he addresses it here.
2: Unfortunately, this one's not really edible. The uh, skin is very hard on it.
0: Y- you want to eat them when they're like maybe a foot long. So, there you go. It's not not edible. Probably restaurants aren't sniffing to buy this thing, but he does say there is one interested party in purchasing. According to the odor, that party is Yo Mama. <laughs> it's got that hard skin, eh, Jim? Yeah, it won't go back for a while.
1: The Taz and Jim Podcast. Fall back this weekend. Now I'm starting to get anxiety about the clock going back an hour, Jim. Why? It's good news. Recent work we've been doing is showing a strong link that further blah blah blah, cardiovascular health, that time change increases the risk of heart attacks and heart disease in people who work shifts.
0: Yeah, I mean okay, people you don't work in shifts though. And your and your sleep is already sporadic to begin with. So one hour I'm here already then, taking time. Yeah,
1: dude, you got a lot to worry okay, about. Okay, all right. So
0: you don't think I need to
1: worry about that? What about this? Your likelihood of hitting a deer with your car is the highest during the morning and evening twilight. So now, with the time change, your chances of hitting a deer with your vehicle are increased because you're driving to work. It's dark.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: You're driving home, and it's getting dark. So you're commuting in the dark a lot more. Right. Aren't you? Twilight.
0: Now that makes sense. Yes, you should be scared of that. <laughs> That's it, what's going to get you. It is one of
1: my big fears, though, given the time we, we drive to work. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm afraid of people who have been drinking the night before, right? Yes, I'm, I'm scared of people drunk. Vagrants on bikes swerving in and off, in and out of traffic, and off. Oh, yeah. Like that's those are the people because they're they're never they're vagrants. <laughs> I didn't know how to describe it, but you know, just like random people on bikes, and it's like they're never where they should be. They're never flowing with traffic. They're either uh-huh. coming against you, they're they're going on and off the or sidewalk. the e scooters. Yeah, the e scooters. Yeah, because they're just uh unpredictable. I would say. Yeah, uh, that and deer jumping out in front of my car. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried about in the city though. I think. The bikes a little more common. Occasionally, you see a deer in a neighborhood, for sure.
1: My neighborhood, I see. I probably see uh, eight deer a year
0: on my drive to work. But how many cars have you seen collided with a deer in, in the city? Like I've seen, I see every once in a while you see one in the country, but re- I don't think you're going fast enough in the city. You obviously don't know how close I cut it to getting to work <laughs> on time. Just feeling <laughs> around. Out of the way, bikes and deers. Taz is running late.
1: Oh at deer. I hit snooze an extra two times this <laughs> morning.